On today's Brody and the Beard, Kelly and I are going to talk about the Rockets finally making it to Orlando, John Lucas and mental health, and the food that's being served in the Orlando bubble. If the offense is triangular, it's something like a prism. Put you on that lockdown defense like a prison. Hakeem was the dream, the MVPs must be his children. They won 22 games in a row, that's a rhythm. Triple double rust, man, I need you to acknowledge. He don't do this for the optics, man, he do this for the Rockets. Welcome to a new episode of Brody and the Beard on the Athletic Podcast Network. I'm your host, Mo DeKeelan. With me, as always, is our man on the ground who hates whenever I try to give him an nickname so i've basically have stopped kelly eco beat writer for the athletic covers the houston rockets my man kelly how you doing i'm doing well bro how about yourself i'm great man i'm just sad i can't give you nicknames anymore no you can like if if it sticks it sticks i'm not a hater no I'm last time I, last time i gave you a nickname you you you, you felt very upset. i forgot what it was but i remember it was still was ridiculous i thought what it was, was it? i thought it was great uh what I called, was it i called you boots because you're our boots no, on no, the no, ground no, no. and you yeah, were yeah. you were very <laughs> upset and i felt like that tone had carried throughout the rest of the podcast <laughs> and so i decided no longer giving you nicknames kelly I'll just, I'll just leave it for everybody else uh but let's let's just jump right into it Right now, as we're recording, the Rockets are preparing to travel to Orlando. So by the time everybody's listening to it, they will have made it to Orlando. What are some of your expectations in this scenario and and, and kind of what you're just looking at? I mean, obviously, the main point is going to be whether Mike D'Antoni will be cleared by the NBA. And that was something that we asked him, you know, two to three times um, over the last 10 days. He said he hasn't heard anything from the league in that aspect and he plans to go. But as you just told me in pre-pro, um, Alvin Gentry was cleared like 10 minutes before the flight. So I'm wondering to see if that similar thing happens with Houston and, and Mike D'Antoni. But apart from that, I do think it's something that they're looking forward to. Uh, the sense I get from speaking to the guys in the, in, the, in the team is, you know, time to kind of get things on the road here and, and see what actually life in the bubble is. So I'm excited. Yeah, I think, uh, first off, good luck trying to stop D'Antoni from coaching this team. And, <laughs> right. I mean, like, if they're like, yo, you can't travel, I'm pretty sure he would just hop on a little motorcycle and start <laughs> start start making his way to He'll Orlando. He'll find a way. He'll, He'll find a way. I, 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 I would be genuinely shocked if that happens uh, in that sense. But, yeah, man, life in the bubble is going to be very interesting. You know, the first two days that they're in the bubble – yeah. It's quarantine. They're they are literally in a strict quarantine in that such scenario. They got to have two negative tests to get out, and we've kind of starting to see teams have have trickled in. We're seeing stuff pop up on uh, Instagram and on Twitter of of guys, you know, guys in the bubble. You saw Terrence Ross's page on Instagram. <laughs> I have not. I have not. What did what did what did I miss? He, he, he was just giving a, a tour of the room and and the lake outside, and he said he wonders who the first person is going to be to try and. Uh, Break quarantine. He said it might be him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's going to be it's a, this. The, the one thing is, this is tough, folks. Like, this isn't a easy scenario for these guys to be in this stuff. But the first two days are generally forty eight hours. Like, you're just right. in the room, and that's it. Tends to get better, I believe, from there. Uh, in that regards, and then you know, I think the plan is for them to practice on Saturday. Correct me if I'm wrong on that, Kelly. Yeah, Saturday will be the first practice, and uh, on that note. I was talking to a rocket source last night, and he told me that, look, over the next three months, the, 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 the three names you're going to hear the most 
are Harden, Westbrook, Gordon. And I think the interesting thing from what he told me was, it's not just the names, it's the order of how those names will come about. Sometimes it will be Harden, Westbrook, Gordon. Sometimes it will be Gordon, Harden, Westbrook. Sometimes it will be Gordon, Westbrook, Harden. Like he said, those three guys are going to be the most important players that the Rockets lean on um, in Orlando. So I think it's going to be key to see you know, their, how they, they look, their bodies. Obviously, they've gotten in shape, but I want to see how that translates to life inside the bubble. Yeah, I mean, getting in shape also doesn't mean necessarily you're in basketball shape. Yeah, right. Like we've seen dudes that are in. Yeah, like you know, there's a. It's going to be, and this is across the board for every team. It's who can get sort of acclimated the quickest and ready to adjust and ready to move and jump into things and really just play and get in shape in the sense of getting in playing shape and getting into a rhythm and all of that stuff. Like it's going to be pretty interesting. I, I don't know if you're watching any of the MLS games that just started. Uh, I caught, no. I caught the first two and I just found it interesting in there. The whole speaking kind of MLS of though, speaking of the MLS, did you see the news that the other team pulled out? Well, well yeah, the other team, um, I Nashville? think it was Kansas city. Oh, was it yeah, Nashville? Nashville? Sorry. Yeah. yeah Nashville. Yeah. I hadn't, I hadn't um, seen that. You know, I've, I kind of tuned out before we uh, jumped on here for a bit but i'm not surprised hey, listen this is the toughest time right now of the bubble you're getting everybody in you're hoping to have uh very few to any to to no positive tests right. in this scenario and everybody can kind of get to work you know these next few weeks is where it's kind of like all right let's see how this works and so on and i think with the dallas fc team and and with Nashville, if i understand correctly that was something that they brought into the bubble. They didn't get it in the bubble, if I understand it correctly. So that's that's kind of the the key differentiator there that you got to look at and 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 watch for in this scenario. So Wait, that's, you said that they brought it. So how did the testing go before they left? No, they were like testing, and then once they land, they tested negative, and then once they landed, oh, so they might have got on the plane or something. Well, it takes time to you know you can test negative and still have it in you, and eventually it comes out. Right. And then right, then right. it shows up in the test or you could have a false negative, which is all sorts of scary. But that's why they're that's why once these guys enter the bubble, they're testing every day. Right. To make sure it's not missed and they get it as soon as they can. So it's it's that sort of scenario from that's my understanding of it in that sense. This is this is it. This is where we're at now with the Rockets. It's, you know, a bunch of teams are in there. It's time to hoop. It's time to get get ready to go hopefully this goes smoothly i and i want to see i want to see if those like sports betting sites have like odds on who's going to be the first player to get in trouble who's going to break on man that's such a that's such (laughs) an unfair thing to do to these guys man like you know i i I don't put it past them i'm just saying like that's putting on michael beasley oh man if this was a Nets podcast, we'd have a whole different <laughs> different show there. They're, they're putting together quite a team. But have you heard anything? And I'm going to throw a curveball at you because we didn't talk right. about this in advance. So I apologize, but I'm not really sorry, Kelly. Have you heard anything about what the guys want to put on the back in terms of the slogans? Have you heard any of the guys saying what they're going to do with that? No, I haven't heard that. But um, I'm going to find out that more in the coming days because that's for sure. It's going to be the forefront of any game. Obviously, because we've seen other sports um, do things to honor the Black Lives Matter movement and and Black Lives in general um, with the Premier League, the MLS last night. I saw the the, yeah. the demonstration, and we've seen a number of NBA players already tell 
you know, Chris Haynes, what they plan to use, like which slogan they plan to use. Um, so I'm going to be interested to see, you know, what James uses, what Russ uses, Tucker, all those guys, because those are guys that care very deeply about, you know, the movement and everything going on. So I'll, I'll keep my boots on the ground to your to your initial. Hey, 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 see, you're using the nickname. See, it might stick now, Kelly. It might stick. Uh, but, you know, speaking of just being on the ground and this kind of being a weird situation and being able to adapt, you had a really great piece in the in your ecosystem on The Athletic, which, by the way, if you're not a subscriber, 30-day free trial, theathletic.com slash Google. Telling you right now, go there. You can read Kelly's pieces, especially if you're a Rockets fan. You're going to get all the in and outs. If you're an NBA fan across the board, we got so many great writers. Fellas, are you prepared to unveil your summer bod? The beaches are opening up, the sun is shining, and the bushes must be tamed. Manscaped is here to ensure your post-quarantine body is ready for the wild, folks. And I'm telling you right now, use the Perfect Package 3.0 kit. It comes with the Essential Lawnmower 3.0 Waterproof Cordless Body Trimmer and a ton of other liquid formulations to round out your whole manscaping routine. It's also not just for down below. You can use it for your chest, kind of clean that up a little bit. Inside the Perfect Package, you'll find the Manscaped Crop Preserver an anti-shaving ball deodorant and moisturizer because we know how painful shaving can be when you're wearing that bathing suit. You guys got to kind of got to take care of the boys, folks. So check it out. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code THEATHLETIC at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com using the code THEATHLETIC. And for a limited time, subscribers got not one, but two free gifts. The Shed Travel Bag at $39 value and a patented high-performance anti-shaving Manscaped Boxer Briefs. So go to manscaped.com today and use the code THEATHLETIC. But in your in this week's ecosystem, you highlighted John Lucas. And, you know, it, for those that don't understand, he's been through everything. Can you can you just touch on his background here a little bit and then... Yeah. <clears throat> so... For those who don't know, John Lucas, the assistant coach of the Rockets, is somebody who's really a jack of all trades. Um, he's he, the reason why he's able to connect with every member on that team is because he's been through every situation. He's been the number one pick in the NBA draft. He's been a leading scorer for a team. He's been, you know, the the focal point of a, of an offense. He's been kicked out of the league. He's been cut from. He's been fired. He's been hired. He's been in every situation NBA players can go through. And he's fought addiction. He's like drug abuse, alcohol abuse. So there's a reason why people respect him so much. And, yeah, sometimes he goofs around because he loves life. He enjoys himself. He loves his job. He loves the team. But if you're watching him on the sidelines, you might think he's just a regular assistant coach who's goofing off every now and then. But, no, he's someone who has the ear of his teammates or his his, his players uh, he's a mentor to Eric Gordon. He's a mentor to Daniel House. He's able to keep Harden and Russ in check whenever they, you know, they get out of control. You know, he's able to understand that everyone is different, and you have to approach everyone differently. And I think that's the reason why the Rockets need a team like that because they're a group of vets. You know, it's not just any coach or any assistant coach that can come in there, you know, and handle the job. So you need someone like John Lucas who has the respect of his peers and 
stuff like that to, to get things done because this is going to be a tough journey. It's, it's these last couple months and this year has sucked if you're going to keep it a book, you know? Yeah. And if you're going to, if you're going to lean on a guy, it might as well be a guy like John Lucas who's been through everything. And for him, this is probably him just going like, no, this is going to be fine. Don't worry. <laughs> you know? yeah, it's, 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 it's not because, because, you know, police brutality, you know, Corona, you know, just being away from your family for a long time, it's going to be hard. Like these players are on the outside. They look like tough guys, you know, wealthy individuals, but they're still human beings. You know, there are going to be times when people are feeling depressed. There are going to be times when people feel sad. And they're going to have to have those conversations with, and, and John Lucas is what I call, he's what I call a safe space for the Rockets. They can, they can go there and talk with him. He can get them through a lot of the hard times that they'll encounter in these three months. Yeah. And I mean, he's, he's really kind of an amazing redemption story in the NBA. And it's not just Rocket players that can depend on him. Like, you know, he, he used to run workouts in Houston. For a long time, for guys, just any player, it was like a well-known thing um, in the early 2000s. To the point that you'll you'll laugh, Kelly. This is going to be a funny story for you. I used to do some ball boy stuff for the Lakers in like preseason games, and they played the <laughs> they played the they played the Cavs one one year, and he was the head. I think he was the head coach, or maybe he was an assistant somewhere else. I don't remember what team I it was. Had, I just had the mental image of you. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Oh, it I'm helped to get me in the league, man. Hey, I'm, so, I'm Why sorry. Why you laughing? Ball boy is honest work, okay? For some of these guys, continue, it just continue. Hustling. Continue, man, continue, continue. I don't know if you deserve to hear this story. Only for our listeners am I going to tell the story. You don't get to hear this. Uh, right. But anyways, I, you know, I, as a guy who wanted to coach and learn as much as possible as I could, you know, I walked up to him and I said, Coach Lucas, uh, you know, my name's Muhammad Dakil. All right. I'm really interested in coaching. I know you run these workouts in the offseason. Now, mind you, this is preseason. This is October. I'm like, I know you run these workouts in Houston in the offseason. Like, if you ever need help, like, I'm willing to pay my own way, which was – I had no idea how I would ever get there or or find a place to stay or anything like that. It was just a total – just like, just give me a shot. You know, I'm willing to pay my way. If you need anybody, to, I'll mop the floors, whatever you need. And he was like, no problem. Just call the hotel tomorrow and, and leave your number or whatever, this or that. Cool. Walked away, completely forgot to figure out what hotel they were staying at and everything that goes with it. So obviously I never got to <laughs> make the phone call <laughs> in that sense. But that was but the idea is that guys around the league, you know, from a long you know, from you know, every every team or whatever have ties to to him at one point or another. Uh maybe not so much the younger generation, but like he's He's been around and he's been that source for these guys. So right. that's really a value add as an assistant coach that goes beyond the X's and O's and scouting and things like that. Like that's a that's a situation that's very rare that it's tough to find for a lot of coaching staffs. And that's what kind of makes him so special on this staff. And he's just funny as hell. I remember one time he told me um, the very first day that he encountered Russ and James together, like in Houston. They were in a room for a little private meeting, and he goes, it's three MVPs in this room. <laughs> and Russell Harden like, what? They started looking around. They thought someone was in the room. He was, he was talking about himself. Like, that's, that's just who John Lucas is. He's just a, a, a fun, fun-loving guy who, who's able to, you know, connect with guys on different levels. And I think that's going to go a real long way to see how they do in Orlando. 
And just so people understand, he's been in the league as a player or a coach since 1977. Right, like he's, that's how he's long seasoned. he's 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 that's how long he's seen everything. You know his his span. He's he's seen it all now. This is probably the newest scenario for him, but he can add this to the list of I've seen everything in the league at this he point. Also hired, he also hired the fir- the first uh, coach of color too in the league, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, tell me that. I mean, so. yeah, I, I'm not surprised. I think this is uh, th- it was great to see him get highlighted in the ecosystem because I think that gets. Lost from time to time, there, Kelly. Hey, just doing, just doing my job, you know. And, and, and you know, it's crazy. After I wrote that, like, um, he called me, like, um, just to thank me, just and I, like, obviously, it's it's. I'm just doing my job. It's nothing to me, but I, I appreciate, you know, the. I want to say the, the relationship I have with John Lucas. Um, just being able to talk with him throughout the course of a long season about different things, life, and just in general. Like, he actually cares how you're doing. And that's something that you don't see. Obviously, the, in the job we do, we're not supposed to, there's, there's, there's supposed to be, you know, a level of, like, a division between us and and the people we cover. But those lines have been blurred, um, I guess, in Houston. And, and, I, and I respect that. Yeah, no, I think that's a... You're going to eventually build those relationships with guys, and I think he's he's a he would be a fun one to be around. I wish I got to work with him as a when he was an assistant with the Clippers for a little bit, but I was already uh, out of the I was with the Spurs at that point. Let's let's shift gears here a little bit because this is another thing from the bubble that's been making the rounds everywhere. The the pictures of the food that's been coming Whoa. out has become quite a quite a scene. Fire, fire festival. It looks know. like it's it's well, giving fire festival run for the money. It is. No, I disagree. I disagree. It is because fire festival Whoa. was literally just going like, here's two pieces of bread and cheese. You know, well, look like at, look at Chris Chios's plate. No, that I mean, look- they are giving them, though, like, it's two trays, right? They're giving them a, the first picture we saw. Everybody was freaking out, going, like, that's not enough calories. It was, like, salad, fruit, or whatever. And the next plate had, like, all the proteins and things like that. Listen, it ain't great. It isn't, like, good-looking food. And from what Mark Stein had reported, that this is kind of just really during this 48 hours quarantine scenario just to get all the food out and things like that, I think, is 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 why it looks like airplane food if we're being honest and that the expectation is <laughs> after all these quarantines like the food will get much better and then we got another nugget dropped on us today Kelly so coming to the rescue are a few restaurants that are uh, going to be available there Kelly for these guys for delivery <laughs> service Morton's Palm Saltgrass Del Frisco's huh, huh. the ocean <laughs> Don't do this, man. <laughs> Joe's you Crab don't Shack. Say. You don't say. What do they all have in common, Kelly? <laughs> I like to call that Fertitta food. <laughs> they should just. They should actually just call it, you know, Fertitta's food inside the bowl. Well, that I would mean, be hilarious. They're 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 all restaurants owned by that's a pretty, that's Rockets a pretty sick owner Tillman's <laughs> Fertitta. So like. everybody's going nuts and having fun with it. I mean, for me, in the grand scheme of things, I don't really care. But, like... (laughs) Wait, so so was Chris Chose's food? That was... That was Fertitta's food? No, no, no. That's, like, that's... Like I said, the quarantine 
is oh the quarantine food is different it's, from it's, it's like cafeteria food. It, it's just oh, okay. it's, this is right, just cafeteria right. food at this point think about right. it this way if the 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 kitchens have to turn out x amount of plates at the same time for everybody that's in quarantine and that numbers the number of people are growing right now because that's more teams are flying in so there it's literally just like here you know and that's why it looks like airplane food that's why it looks like lunch lady doris is handing it out um you know it's 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 one of those things so it's not and and the stuff that the pictures we're seeing now are not from these restaurants yet you know, I think once the bubble's going, they're allowing the ability to have delivery service and things like that. Right. And I think, you know, part of it, too, is that I saw stuff where teams can have their their team chef outside the bubble and assisting and, and, and sending in food as well. So I think there's all of those things that are going to be involved in the scenario of food. I think the fir- everybody's first reactions to the food is like, I think it's just going to get better from there. Yeah, that's a pretty that's a pretty nice uh exclusivity that he was able to lock up so yeah i mean hey, listen he's got to do what he's got to do at this point it's it's it is what it is oh i mean i think we're making a bigger deal of it than than needs to be i don't know like it's I just, think part it's of it just is, yeah it's just twitter and irony it's just this that was that was funny like let me put it to you this way if it was uh mark cuban's restaurants and i don't even know if he has any but if it was a mark cuban restaurant would people really freak out as much or is there just a dislike no it's of, it's, uh, it's just it's obviously because of you know you know yeah we know we know the scenario we've we, we've we've seen him do all this stuff so i think that's kind of the big the big outrage and the big talk with all of this stuff yeah but hey i hope but it's hey good kelly food. we're uh, it better be. <laughs> you know, I wonder if he's going to charge like double and triple for the other teams or if like the, the Rockets playoff opponents cannot order from these places. <laughs> you know, they're playing Denver and it's like Nikolai, Nikolai Jokic is calling up Morton's going like, hey, can I get a filet mignon? And they're just like, no, we're all out. Okay, how about a New York strip? We're out of all meat. <laughs> or the counterpoint, you should be like, yo, we're going to – we're going to send you all the mac and cheese. Like, we're going to make him bloated. We're going to make him feel uncomfortable. Let's hey, go. Another uh, flu game. Another flu game we, scenario. We, we, we might have a whole bunch of stuff. Who knows, Kelly? But there's definitely going to be some fun questions to go with all of this stuff. Kelly, what do you? What else you got coming up in the next week or so for the uh, for our athletic subscribers to uh, jump in and check out and read the beautiful stylings that you put out there? Um, I have a defense project I've been working on for a while. Just it's the the premise is basically the Rockets defense will be fine inside the bubble because they defend well against the best teams and they defend well on the clutch. So it's, it's going to be around that whole whole premise. So look out for that. All right, so be on the lookout for that. And if, again, if you're not a subscriber, theathletic.com slash Google to get a 30-day free trial. Jump on in there. For Kelly Eco, for our producer Mike Zimmerman, for me, Mo DeKeel. We out. Yeah.